We are live in three, two, one. Today on The Future and Young, we talk about servant leadership. Let's go. Welcome to The Future and Young, where we are dedicated to building tomorrow's leaders today. And today's topic is servant leadership. Uh, this topic is huge. It's fairly large. In fact, many people have devoted their, their whole lives to actually breaking this down. And they've written books, I mean, thick books, all about this subject. And so a lot of the material I'm going to cover today, since I'm not an expert, is other people's ideas and my thoughts on their ideas. So before we jump into this, uh, we're going to be talking about three questions. What is a servant leader? How does a servant leader respond to adversity? And lastly, how to practice this idea of servant leadership. So let's go ahead and jump into the first question of what is a servant leader and what is servant leadership? I want to define what a good leader is. And this is, comes from a famous author and a famous speaker. His name is Simon Sinek. He's written several books all about this idea. And those videos and books I will post below in the descriptions of wherever you're hearing this podcast. And he says that a good leader does three things. Creates a circle of safety, works to see other people succeed, and lastly, offers tangible visions. So let's break those three ideas down and let's dive into those. So the first one, the first characteristic of a servant leader creates a circle of safety. What does this mean? A circle of safety is the idea that a leader should should lead internally, so lead within an organization, and with the idea that failure is okay. Now, this goes against a lot of what people believe uh, being a leader is and saying that failure is not an option. You must succeed in everything you do, but creating a circle of safety actually goes against that. And here's why. When people believe that they have the ability to fail, they're going to challenge themselves more. Because if they choose to be creative, but you punish them for being failures, they won't choose to be creative in the future and your organization as a whole is going to suffer because they're going to fall behind. But what this does is it allows people to be creative. It allows them to come up with new ideas and do things for the organization that they wouldn't normally do because you said that failure wasn't an option. But if you give them a circle of safety and you allow them to explore different areas in their mind and adapt and give it to the organization, you as an organization are going to improve because these people feel safe in their spots and because of that come up with greater ideas. Number two, they work to see other people succeed. They work to see other people succeed. The key word to this that describes this whole concept is empowerment. Empowering your employees, empowering your classmates, empowering the people that you are above in your organization to do everything in their ability to do the things that you're asking them to do. What this is, is people tend to hold tight to control. They tend to hold tight to things that they want to control or they want to have and they don't want to give that away. They don't want to allow their people to do anything because they want it to be exactly how they envisioned it. And that's the characteristic of so many people is they have a vision for it. They want to see the vision come to life exactly how they saw it. And so they choose not to give any of that away. But 
what this is is working to see other people succeed. So a major characteristic is giving some of that responsibility to other people because at the end of the day, our job as leaders is to create other leaders, not just followers, other leaders. And to do that, we must empower them to accomplish that goal. And one of the ways that you can do this is by delegating the tasks that you know are important and giving them that responsibility in order to do something that is important to the organization. And because of that, you will develop more leaders because of you wanting to see other people succeed. And lastly, offering a tangible vision. I want to tell you guys a story about this. So there was a boy who was playing basketball. He was about eight years old. And he worked his butt off all of fall to get ready for the winter season. He practiced dribbling. He practiced shooting. He ran to get in shape. He loved the game of basketball, and he wanted to be the best that he could be. And so the morning of the game came, and he had a 12 o'clock start. So he was getting ready, warming up. And right before he went out on the court, his coach looked at him, and he said, I need you to dunk in this game. No, no, you have to dunk in the game today or else you're benched. And the, the kid looked around in disbelief because he understood that he couldn't dunk. But his coach told him that if he didn't dunk, he would be benched. He wouldn't be able to play the game. And so he tried his best all game. But he's only eight years old. He had no way to dunk. And so he didn't and he suffered the consequences. But moral of the story, that coach gave an untangible goal an untangible vision for this kid. He told him to dunk when it was impossible for him to dunk. So what can we learn? What can we learn from this? Create short, obtainable goals for your organization. Now, I am a huge proprietor of the idea of a huge, massive goal that you shoot for in the future. But this is talking about in the next 30 days or in the next week, creating short tangible goals that point ultimately to the vision, to the broader vision, but make it tangible, make it, the, make it something that they can actually do each and every day. Because if you give them an objective that's impossible to achieve, they're going to get dis, disheartened and they're not going to want to push as hard every single day for you as the leader. So the third characteristic of a servant leader is they create tangible visions. So whatever that looks like, writing it down, creating an idea, asking the people that you're leading if they believe that this is a tangible vision. Whatever you do, you need to make sure that the visions that you give other people are tangible. So let's move on to the second question of how does, it, how does a servant leader respond to adversity or troubling times? And servant leaders, they respond to adversity in three ways. Resilience, they take responsibility, and they flip it and they turn it into a positive. So let's talk about resilience, the first way that servant leaders respond to adversity. And this goes for any human alive. This goes for you and I. This goes for our brothers and sisters, our parents. Uh, if you're older, your kids, this goes for every single person on this earth. Everyone needs to have resilience. When things get rough, put your head down and weather the storm. You need to put your head down and weather the storm. Because think about it. What if you as a human being never came out of the so-called storm? 
What if you were actually lost and you ended up failing in the storm? You wouldn't, nothing comes out of it. But as leaders, we need to weather the storm, make the best of the storm, and get our company, get our organization, get our school, get our classmates through the storm that is life. We need to have resilience in this. And as leaders, this isn't an option. This isn't just something I'm telling you you should do. No, this is something I'm telling you have to do every single day is have resilience. Be a person that's going to put your head down, take it for the team, and really muscle through this journey that's life. This isn't an option, guys. I'm telling you you have to have resilience. Step number two, taking responsibility. Taking responsibility. And this should go without saying in an organization. As a servant leader, your goal should be for the well-being of the people around you. Like we talked about earlier, you want to see the success of the people around you. So as a leader, if something bad happens to one of the people that work underneath you, or if a classmate isn't coming in and helping with a project like they should be, and in return something bad happens to the group, as a leader, we should take responsibility for those actions because we didn't do enough in order to prepare them for whatever project was thrown at them. And for this, we, we need to do three things whenever we see a problem, whenever a problem arises. We need to own it, we need to analyze it, and we need to fix it. So we need to own it, the taking the responsibility part. We need to analyze it. Let's figure out what happened where the shortcoming was from, no one's in trouble, I took the responsibility, so we as a team need to figure out where we failed, and then you need to fix it. You need to come up with a solution so that this doesn't happen in the future. Because if you don't analyze it, and you don't see where the problem was, you'll never be able to fix it. If you never own it, you won't get to the analyzation part. And you want to fix the problem so it doesn't, doesn't happen in the future. Because if you do the same thing over and over and over again, Albert Einstein says that's absolute insanity. So, as leaders, we need to take responsibility for the well-being of our team and our organization. Characteristic number three of what a servant leader should do when adversity hits is take a positive outlook on it. Don't you just love when there's some problem that comes and everyone just gets down and everyone becomes sad and they're like, oh my goodness, this is the end of the world. Doesn't everyone just love that person? Absolutely not. Everyone loves a leader that can come in, see a problem, see the positive parts of the problem, implement something to fix the problem, and everyone comes out better because of this. How does this apply to us, though? How, how does having a positive outlook, how can we do that on every single day? Well, there's certain problems that we might have. Let's say, as a student, you're disorganized. Your desk is a mess, your computer's a mess, you don't have any organization in your life. That's a problem, that can become adversity. So what's the positive outlook? You now have an opportunity to organize your life. And in that, you can learn the skills to future help you when you're disorganized so that you can, you can bring your life together and organize it in a much better way. So taking a problem like disorganization, flipping it, saying, hey, I have an opportunity now to become organized, you now have a positive outlook on that problem. You want to be a leader that looks at your team and looks at problems not as a, road, a roadblock, but rather as an opportunity for growth and to learn. 
because we never want to stop learning as leaders. And so problems are just a way for us to learn more. So take every advantage of the problem, find the positive spin on that, and learn from it. So as a leader, we need to respond to adversity in three ways. We need to be resilient. We need to muster our way through. We need to take responsibility for the problem, for the well-being of our team. And lastly, we need to have a positive outlook, positive outlook on every single problem. So resilience, taking responsibility, and lastly, having a positive outlook. So now, let's look at a way and let's, let's try to apply this to our leadership today. Let's apply this to the leadership in our lives today. And I'm going to repeat one word and I just want you to think about it. Learn, learn, learn. Learning is key in all of this. As a servant leader, you must want to learn every single day. Learn from the ones around you. Learn from your mom or your dad or your mentor. Learn from your brothers and sisters. Learn from everyone around you that can speak truth into your life. As a servant leader, you must want to learn because you know that if you learn, you will improve in your leadership. And here's the thing. When you're studying servant leadership and you're studying the subject, I'm just scraping the top off of this. There's so much information out here. And so I have several books that I will recommend. And again, I will post those beneath this video. Learn about this every day. People are constantly learning about servant leadership. So step one to applying this is to go and learn more. Be wanting to learn more about this because this idea will change your organization. Um, step two, begin to implement these six things into your life. Begin to create a circle of safety within your organization. Allow your employees to be creative. Work to see others succeed. Build people up. Every day, say something good about someone else. Delegate responsibility to a classmate or to a workmate to allow them to grow as leaders. Offering tangible visions, you can break down the vision, the big vision for your organization into small things tomorrow. Tonight, write them out. Write out tangible visions that you want to see happen in the next 30 days. In as far as responding to adversity, this is something you're going to have to apply when adversity hits. Being resilient, you're just going to have to muster your way through. Taking responsibility is easy when, when, when you analyze it and you say, hey, I could have done more. Just take responsibility. And having a positive outlook, that's all in your head. Having a positive outlook and having a good mindset is all going to be in your head. So whether you're in sixth grade or you're 55 years old and you're looking out into the beach getting ready for retirement, you can apply this today. You can apply all of this today. And all of this is going to impact you. It's going to, it can impact your family. It can impact your friend groups. It can impact, obviously, your companies, your schools, your organizations. There are so many circles in our lives that we can choose to be servant leaders. But it's just a matter of you actually applying these principles into your life that will truly help you become servant leaders. So, thank you guys for joining us today on The Future and Young. We're so happy you decided to take just a short amount of time to learn about servant leadership today. Now, I want to ask you guys to do something for us. Uh, if you have a smartphone on any social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, 
look up the future in young and go ahead and give us a follow we post updates on there all the time and so i'd love to see connect with you guys more on those platforms because we're on them all the time so thank you guys for tuning in uh we'll look forward to seeing you guys on thursday